Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. First, I'm going to open up with a a testimony. Have you ever been in a situation where you said to yourself, now where is this in the gospel? Where is this in the gospel? For instance, I have a son, when he was about 12 years old, he got a brand new bike, beautiful little bike. It was a mint green bicycle. It had double the spokes that any other bicycle had. Pretty little thing. He come running in the house one day and he told me, Mom, somebody stole my bike. I said, it's not here. Somebody stole my bike. So at that time, Jack and Evan heard the story. They got in the car. They said, well, we'll go look for it. We'll go, you know, canvas the neighborhood, see if anybody's out there riding it. So they left. John and I were alone. And my, and my first thought was, now, where is this going to be covered in the Bible? Well, it is. Where is this in the gospel is what I said. But I know it was. It was. And John and I were standing there. I was sitting on the couch in the living room, and he was standing next to me. And I looked at him, and I said, John, you're going to have to pray. And it's funny. He looked at me. He didn't say anything right away. And then he said, I don't want to pray. I said, I understand that, John, but if you want your bicycle back, you're going to have to humble yourself and pray. What does it say in um, uh, one of the Bible verses, the Old Testament, it says, if thou will humble thyself and pray, then God will come and heal your land. Well, you've got to humble yourself to pray. And I told John, you're going to have to humble yourself and pray. And I remember the look on his face. He was looking at me for just a little bit, just looking at me. And then the neatest thing happened. He dropped his head. And he said, all right, I'll pray. And he said a simple prayer. He said, Jesus, would you help me find my bicycle? It wasn't 60 seconds later. We got a phone call. It was Jack and Evan. They said, God told us where the bike was. We're headed there now. They found it. They found the bike. All they had to do was the boy was trying to take some of the parts off the bicycle so it didn't look like John's bicycle, that the boy put it all back together and the bicycle was brought home. Where is that in the Bible? Turn with me to, or where is that in the gospel? Turn with me to John 10, 10. It says, the thief cometh not, but for to steal bicycles and to kill, kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life. Do you realize that that statement right there tells you that Jesus is the opposite of stealing, killing, and destroying? He said, I am come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. The devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Now, where is that in the gospel? Turn with me to Isaiah 53. I'm going to read verse 4 and 5. Surely, surely. He has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. This is the gospel. This is Jesus on the cross. Verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions, our sins, our iniquities. He was bruised for our iniquities. And this next phrase, the chastisement of our peace was upon him. The chastisement of our peace. Chastisement. In the Strong's Concordance is the discipline, the chastening, the correction for our peace. Our peace. That word peace means a whole lot of words. 
It means completeness, completeness. It means soundness, to be sound. It means to have welfare, to have everything taken care of. It means to have peace. It means to have safety. It means health. It means prosperity. It means peace with God. That word peace means all those things. I'm going to say them again so you hear them. It means completeness. The chastisement of our completeness was placed on Jesus. The correction, what needed to be done for us to have completeness, Jesus bore. Our soundness, what needed to be done for us to be sound, both physically and mentally and spiritually, what was needed for us to be sound, Jesus bore. Our welfare, what it needed to have a job, to have a home, to have food, to have clothes, all that is welfare. To have that, Jesus took on his body what was needed for us to have welfare, to have peace, to have peace with our, our family and to have peace with God. Jesus took whatever it needed to have for us to have peace on his own body, on his own body, prosperity, health. Um, safety, all those things in that simple word peace. That is where John's bicycle problem was in the gospel, that he might have safety, that he might have completeness, that he might have prosperity, that he might have welfare, that the bicycle doesn't get stolen. Right? Now, there was another instance, and this one had to do with me. There was a day just before I came to Plano, it was that fall, I got ill, and I mean really ill, and I don't get sick often. I got really sick. I was in bed. I couldn't. I was so weak, I couldn't get out of bed. My head really hurt. I was nauseous. I couldn't keep food down. I was shaking. All those wonderful things that you happen when you are really sick. And I laid in bed for a while. But then I realized I'm going to have to do something or I'm going to be here for a long time. And I didn't have time to do that. So nobody was there. They were either at work or at school. In fact, I had missed school that day. I took myself and I put myself in the living room. I went to my computer, got myself in a chair next to it. I put Terry Mai's worship music on. I figured there's something I can join my faith with. So I put Terry on and I put him on as loud as I could. And I joined my faith with his, and I started to pray. At first, I started to pray with tongues. Pray with that anointing on Terry Mai's music. You know, my faith started to come up. My faith started to build. And it got to the point where I had the faith to deal with it. I could feel it in my, in my heart. I still was sick. Oh, was I sick. But you know what? The next thing I know, I had a tongue. It was one of the first ones I'd ever given. I gave the tongue, and then God gave me the interpretation. And the interpretation was, when I lay, when you lay your hand on you, I will cast that spirit of rebellion out of you. Do you hear the interpretation? When I, me, lay my hand on my belly, God, Jesus, will cast that spirit of rebellion out of me. Well, I obeyed that interpretation. I put my hand on my belly. I started to pray. You know, I shook. I shook worse than I have ever shaken. The only thing I could compare it to was a dog with a rag doll in its mouth. Have you ever seen a dog do this to one of its toys? That's what I felt like. But you know what? 
when that was finished, that rebellious spirit came out, came out of me. And in five minutes, I was totally healed, totally healed. Five minutes, I got up, dusted myself off, went out and cooked dinner for my family. And this was five minutes before. I couldn't keep food down, let alone smell it. But God instantly healed me by delivering me my, that rebellion. You know where that rebellion came from? God showed me later. And some of you ought to hear this. When I was about 18 years old, yes, legal in the world's eyes, not in God's eyes. When I was about 18 years old, my dad asked me to join him, my mother, and my brother to go visit my grandmother. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go. I wanted to stay home with that boyfriend I had. I wanted to spend the day with him. You know, I did not disobey my father, but very, very rarely, very. I love my dad. I can't think of another instance where I disobeyed him like this. And I fought with him. He and I, for the first time ever, argued on our front lawn. And I didn't want to go. And you know, finally, my dad just let me go. He said, fine, stay home. Do you know when he went down that street, when I saw the car leave, I knew I sinned. I knew I was in sin. I knew I had blown it, that it was too late. And you know what I did? I opened the door to that rebellious spirit, and it got in me. I opened the door to a spirit of rebellion, and it got in me. And you know what? It wasn't but years later. And you know what? I was sick enough. If I were you, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. What does it say? We are blessed when we obey our parents. You know, I asked my dad years later to forgive me for that day. And you know what happened to that boyfriend? He's long gone. But I still got a dad, thank God. Now, where is that in the gospel? That I was sick and that I had to have that spirit cast out of me. Well, Isaiah 53, verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. Rebellion is sin. Do you hear that? Rebellion is sin. Not doing what your parents ask you to do is sin. It says, uh, the chastisement of our peace, my completeness, that rebellion was put on Jesus. And that spirit, well, that completeness, Jesus had to pay the price for that rebellion. And he did, my completeness, the, the chastisement of my peace was on Jesus. Last verse. Turn with me to Colossians 2. This is where it is. Verse 12. Buried with him in baptism, wherein also you are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God. When God raised Jesus from the dead, our sins were forgiven. We were justified. We were set apart to God. We were made righteous. We were sanctified. But we have to walk in it for it to manifest. It says, through the faith of the operation of God who has raised him from the dead and you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh as he quickened together with you having forgiven you all trespasses. When did he do that? When he raised Jesus from the dead. Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances which is against us which was contrary to us took it out of the way nailing it to his cross. And here's the verse I want to get to. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them open, openly, triumphing over them in it. When, when did Jesus make a triumph 
against the devil when he was raised from the dead. What does that verse say? He made a show of them openly. Powers and principalities. That powers is powers and authorities of the devil. Jesus made a show of them openly, triumphing over them when he was raised from the dead. That's where my deliverance came from. When Jesus was raised from the dead, Jesus triumphed over the devil, and he will triumph. That same Jesus in us will triumph in us over the devil in us, over the devil in us, if we'll believe that gospel. Did I deserve to be delivered from that rebellion? No. Did I deserve to be forgiven for that sin? No. But God so loved the world. He put it on Jesus for me. He put it on Jesus for me. And he put it on Jesus for you. We're going to start ministering. Kathy Day get down here. She's going to lay hands on everybody that's got rebellion. And I'm going to watch her. This side line up and this side over here. So get out of here. Let's move. Come on. I follow God. Oh. 
Son of righteousness and the Lamb who was slain. You're the lily of the valley. You're my bright and morning star. You're the beginning and the end, the everlasting Father. So rise and be healed 
Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the Ministers of Music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.